Chapter 2. Lucy I can't say Mum is beside herself to see me, but at least she's awake. I've left Laith. About time. He wasn't faithful. Oh, who is? Her gaze doesn't shift from the gigantic TV screen set up in pride of place beside her other altar, her puja. My mother isn't big on monogamy. Her time at the commune ensured that. And over the past few years, after a very full romantic life and numerous hopeless boyfriends, she has decided to stick to her cat, her television shows, and the medications she makes me bake for her. All this from the woman who was once upon a time a debutante, admitted into several art schools, and the most beautiful woman in her hometown of Manana. Admittedly, Manana only possessed a population of 798, but when she was young, she was a real stunner. Olive skin, green eyes, a beautiful laugh, and the power to make men want to perform all sorts of bizarre feats for her, much to my grandparents' despair. I guess Mum felt that this was her best career path, getting guys to do stuff and buy things for her. Apart from an abandoned apprenticeship in jewellery making, she's never really worked in a normal job, which is part of why I'm sceptical about the whole New Age spiritual thing. I think Mum mistook moving into a commune, smoking pot, chanting and arguing with boyfriends as a vocation. She has always wanted to write a romance novel, but then she's also wanted to open a tea house, start a dog grooming business and become a guru. Right now, no one is knocking down the door to offer her entree into any of these stellar career paths. So, for now, it's life on the couch with the occasional tarot stand at the markets. The glamour of my life cannot be overstated. Mum, who's in the sunrise of her 60s, still looks cute in an ex-it girl meets hippie meets cupie doll kind of way. Men still ask her out on dates, but she's not interested anymore. I think she's exhausted herself. I need to stay here, I say. Fine. I, I don't have any money, I add. Mum shrugs with her usual laissez-faire attitude to the fiscal ups and downs of our life, an approach that unfortunately I seem to have inherited. I'm going to open up my own restaurant, I offer with an attempt at chutzpah. This is the point at which most sensible parents would sit you down, call their accountant, try and dissuade you, or, in the best of worlds, offer help. Mum does at least look at me before her eyes return to the Bondi vet. Good. And that is that. I carry my suitcases and boxes of badly packed bits into the spare bedroom and find a place amid the detritus of Mum's latest hobby, quilting. The room is a shrine to her hobbies of the past. Macrame, card design, cross-stitch, knit wit quick sew with a focus on terry-toweling tracksuits. Numerous projects, none finished, cover the bed. The walls hold framed spiritual slogans and pictures of the bug one, including one that always makes me laugh. It's of mum, resplendent in an apricot taffeta number at the feet of the bug one, who flicks her over the head with a peacock feather while checking out her cleavage. Over his throne a banner reads, Bhagwan Santosha World Tour 1987, we are living in a state of grace. I make a little clearing on the springy single bed and lie down to stare up at the ceiling and count down till the phone rings. 
Julia always calls at 7pm, after she's put Attica to bed. The woman is a phenomenon. Not once does she miss a night. The fact I'm usually full tilt at the restaurant is not a deterrent. When Julia makes a commitment, she superglues herself, and often the rest of us, to it. You at Sarah's? Yep. You know you could stay here. You're one of the few people Ken likes. Thanks, but Mum's is probably better for now. Hmm. That makes me realise just how uninviting having a 13-old-month baby makes me. Julia's voice makes the world sane again. How was Laith? she asks. Underwhelmed? To say the least, I bet he's shitting himself he's going to lose a hat without you. Maybe it's more he's shitting himself over losing me. I know there's no substance behind a thin and waning hope in that comment. Julia's tone shifts gears into a warning. More like the...